Welcome back to Walk Together Fiercely. We are so excited to have you here. Thank you for spending your time with us. Today's episode is about sex. We want to bring topics that are taboo and bring them to the light by having conversations. The more we can talk about sex and all things surrounding this topic, the more we can bring healing, the more we can normalize talking about it. Then we can have more conversations around it, whether it be with partners, friends, or even our younger generations. Let's normalize talking about sex because sex is a normal and natural process of life. Also, doesn't good sex just make life better? Disclaimer, we are not sex experts. We are not sex therapists or gurus. We are two women having a conversation about our journey regarding sexual empowerment, personal power, and pleasure. So let's do this. Let's walk together fiercely through sex and pleasure. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Tara. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's so nice to have you with us today. Yeah, welcome. Uh, today we're talking about sex, but all I want to do is sing. Like, <laughs> <right>? Let's <laughs> talk we... about sex, baby. baby. <laughs> Let's talk about you and me. Yeah. That's <laughs> we thought what we were doing do a, today. Yeah, a fun episode today. Yeah. Fun and sweaty a little bit, but well, I know it's not it's not something that like maybe we feel like taking like a newspaper ad out about and speaking about. However, <laughs> it is incredibly important because it is a really big part of our lives, and uh, I hope, and it's also a part of a very healthy life. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's part of our intention of this podcast is taking things that we often don't say out loud and say them out loud. So yeah. we're going to walk through this conversation and we'll do our best to bring all that into the light because yeah. it isn't something that we always talk about openly. No, it isn't. And I think that you and I today, our conversation, we want to come at this from an empowering place yeah. of owning your uh, sexuality in a really positive, empowered way yeah. so that it is a part of you that you don't feel shame or guilt about but that yeah. you can enjoy. Yeah. I don't know if I'm wording that right. Yeah, but. no, absolutely. That's, I think that's totally our intention. I'm like, if we can bring this and have a conversation about it, I hope on the end, other end of this, it's just like, yeah, oh yeah, me too's. And yeah, and that hopefully it frees us up to really take charge of our sexual side of ourselves. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To express it, to feel safe in it, to have conversations about it. All right. Let's go. Let's dig in. <laughs> I just want to <laughs> sing again. <laughs> okay. So before we get into the good stuff, I wanted to say that there are a whole gamut of sexual health things that you'd need to check those off first. So if we've got low sex drive, if we've got any physical issues, that is where we can pull in a doctor, uh, a specialist, right. a naturopathic doctor, all that. Make sure the hormones are right. Whether it's trauma healing, we've got physical pain, or our life is just really stressful. All of these things are going to come into play into our sexual health. Right. So for the rest of this podcast, I think that we're making the assumption that physically we are all healthy and well, and that any of this sex we're talking about, this is wrapped in a bubble of safety uh, it's right. consensual Respect, consent yes and yes. boundaries healthy boundaries around this so we are going to yeah. put this uh, beautiful bubble over this conversation that this is that has that as the groundwork I like it I think that's really important 
Yeah. I also want to say if you are one of our family members, um, (laughs) (laughs) turn the channel now, you, you may want to. And I'm just going to say that if you haven't ever heard sex with Emily podcast, it's absolutely fantastic. And boy, talk about somebody who has no holds barred. Like she goes there (laughs) to all kinds of places, but sex with Emily, great podcast for you to turn tune into and listen to. And there's a Netflix special on right now that Gwyneth Paltrow just put out called sex, love, and goop super interesting lots of cool things in there too those are other great places to learn about sexual expression in a safe way (laughs) and you may not need to learn it from us just saying uh but anyway for those of you who are not our family members and are hanging around let's let's go into a little bit more about healthy sexual empowerment empowerment i'm excited about this too because it's so I'm a 35-year-old woman, and what do they say? Women hit their sexual peak in their 40s. So I'm like, I'm just getting there, right? And then you've Ooh. been married for what, 30 years? 30 plus years, yeah. Right? Yeah. So we've got, yeah. I'm going to pull on your wisdom here of uh, <laughs> a lot of this, but <laughs> this is exciting. Yeah. <laughs> and I think for me, so like I say, I'm 35, married, and I can just see how even in that amount of years, there's been this shift within me as I step more into my personal power. Really? And I think you're just a lot further down this path when we have these beautiful conversations because... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I know coming from a place like as a young woman where the sex isn't so much embodied within myself, but it's more performative it's more am I doing a good job do I look a certain way am I pleasing yeah Mm -hmm. am I hot does this am I doing that right but it's more from an observer watching me and I probably look great but am lacking the actual connection to my own pleasure oh wow right right and in this thing it's usually like sex is done when he's done or it's more about him and his pleasure and now where I am now I'm like oh no oh hell no oh hell no. no and I've been blessed with the best partner that I come first <laughs> like my me pleasure too. is a priority right yeah me too and boom like mind-blowingly like this I feel at times like a 14 year old boy I would imagine feels where I feel so excited mm-hmm. and curious to explore this side of myself and I feel like that has just woken up in the recent years mm-hmm which feels very exciting for me. Yeah, very excellent. I can actually really relate to that. I think that absolutely, you just get better with practice. <laughs> I, <think>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think it just for myself anyways, definitely gotten better. And I don't remember when it really began to change, but I would probably say somewhere in my 30s and it just absolutely became very much more directed around my pleasure and uh yeah amazing oh I love that yeah and too like how much of that is like when you have young kids and you've got so much going on and like I remember even just a few years ago like it was just the last thing on my mind Mm -hmm. and he would come in with a kiss or a touch and you know that they're what's insinuated and I'm just like stop touching me like everybody stop touching like when me. you have newborns yes yeah, when you're like totally. dripping in little kids like I know some days even the cat would climb on my lap at the end of the day and I'm like get off me yeah because Do not touch me right because you have been had a kid hanging off you all day long like touch overload breastfeeding yeah yeah 
And I love that you say it gets better with more practice, but I don't know if that's true for everyone. So this is for the people that that is not true for. Mm. For the people that are in these marriages and they get into a groove or they stop having sex or it just plateaus, this is your invitation to shake that up. Oh, I like that. Right? Yeah. I think that sex could always be exciting and new if we come at this with a curious mind and curious mm-hmm. about our own body and how it feels within ourselves mm-hmm. and yeah I think it's got a huge spiritual component to it like it's Absolutely. just when you talk about spirit you've done readings and you've said how they want you to feel right absolutely Tara like this... they can't feel the cold water no they can't feel the breeze no yeah the entire human body is really a pleasure receptor. And you don't even need to think about this in a sexual context. I mean, think about this in the context of, I have a memory in my memory bank of sitting at Kitsilano Beach with my kids and watching the sun go down and sitting in the sand and, you know, having played in the water and feeling the warmth of the sun and as it changes and just a little bit of that cool air comes in. Like it's meant to be such a pleasure receptor in general to just be absolutely enthralled by the scents, the sounds, the smells, the feels, all of that. And so whether you're out picking, you know, strawberries in June or you are hiking in the rain, whatever it is that you're doing, your entire physical body is built for you to receive pleasure. And I think that's such a great way to look at the body instead of some of the negative connotations that we place upon it. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Our whole body is a pleasure center. It just yeah. makes me picture a pleasure the body as like yeah. a little clitoris standing like ding, ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> That's a visual I'm going to need to <laughs> have a couple of words with. Anyhow... <laughs> But it is it is really cool to think about the body in that way and just think about moving through your life in that way. And spirit always says, you know, what makes you smile? Like what, what gives you joy? What brings you joy? And there's so many facets to that. There's so many different pieces you can stick in there. Sex is definitely one of them. And holy Dinah, like how many, how many nerve endings are in a clitoris, Tara? Like 8,000? And the sole purpose is pleasure. Like that we have an organ that has no other purpose. No. Except for enjoyment. Exactly. Like that's huge. Yeah, I kind of think we're supposed to use that. I don't don't think it's there for no reason when it's got 8,000 nerve endings. I think that it's really healthy to own that and to be okay with that and to allow it. I love that. And that's the thought, like the word turn on keeps coming to me because I think that when our body is turned on to all of those sensations in life like even when you paint this picture of Kitsilano Beach you can feel that in your body and there is this level of turn on this aliveness this receptiveness right gratitude yeah blessed like all them just alive like a very aliveness right yeah and I think that if we're in a place where we're walking through our life and we're seeing the beauty and we're feeling the breeze and our feet on the ground, we're more in our body mm-hmm. and we're more turned on to pleasure all around us. Mm-hmm. Whereas if we are more in a state of turned off, shut down, stressed, busy, go, 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 we're very disconnected from our physical body. Mm-hmm. So I bet that can 
be a hindrance when we talk about being able to receive pleasure. Interesting. Yeah, very interesting. I want to ask you this because I'm curious about this as well. If more women were more comfortable in their own sexual empowerment and, you know, feeling a little bit less shame, guilt, or negative connotation associated with it altogether. Do you think it could create a more equitable society? (laughs) Because would we have healthier conversations with not only each other, with our partners, with our children? I wonder if it's one of the things that could maybe switch where we've kind of come from and where we'd like to head to. I don't know what, what do you think? Absolutely. I think that it's like a woman that can own her body and her pleasure is standing in her power. Yeah. And a woman like that is grounded, just radiant. Like there's, there. it's not more in the energy of the shame and the guilt and the judgment right and this topic holy man like we could talk for so long we because, could because you could get into body body image, could, image i was thinking as you're speaking right? yes like body image or how women's bodies can be compared can be shamed like this is so programmed in us from tiny little girls yeah. right yeah so i think that half of it is that but i'm like the faster that we can be inside of our own skin and just allow ourselves to receive Mm. pleasure without looking at our bodies and judging it or feeling disgust or shame like we're we're missing a lot of pleasure when we're blocking it in those ways yeah I think that's so incredibly true and you know that's something that this is a walk I can talk I mean you know I'm in you know I'm just just started into my 50s my body has changed drastically over the years I absolutely can you know go up and down and fluctuate in my weight what I have found uh, as I have gotten older is that I can think about gaining weight and literally do that overnight if I need if I I don't want to but it can happen so Mm -hmm. I really understand that and there are absolutely times where I have felt like oh god like you know, I just don't feel like I'm looking so great, Mm -hmm. or just feeling a little bit down. And, you know, my husband has done the same thing, like he's gone up and down, his body has changed. And I what I always come back to, I don't know how you think about how you feel about this. But what I always come back to is my husband is so flipping hot, like I just, (laughs) like, I just love him. And, you know, there's nothing about him that I find like repulsive or anything like that. And I think he feels the same way about me. I can't speak for him directly, but I'm assuming mm-hmm. <laughs> from the feedback that I get. So I think what I wanted to say about that is when I come back and I land in that place, he's less concerned about it than I am. Mm-hmm. And so I think that sometimes when I just, what is actually sexier is to let go of those fears or judgments around my own body and to just be in a place of, being okay with receiving pleasure and be open to that and just really enjoy yourself and have a good time and don't worry about it mm-hmm. so much more freedom in that does that get easier with age um I don't know that I can seriously tell you that it's easy honestly it probably it's maybe you know for men it is a little bit different but if I approach it like that oh yeah, then it's easier. If I get too much in my head, then I get in my own way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I can totally relate to that. And I think back to being in my 20s and my body being fabulous in hindsight, right? You know, (laughs) right? But just the self-esteem 
in the 20-year-old mindset to then come into my 30-year-old mindset. Now we've had a couple kids. My body is not the exact same as it was. Mm -hmm. I've nursed two kids for years. Mm -hmm. And there's just a little bit of a mom bot going here. But I actually am stepping into more pleasure, even though my body and my mind is less perfect in air quotes I can just see with a bit of wisdom now that our bodies are so perfect whatever they look like and that just brings a little bit of sadness for my younger self and how hard I was oh, on that perfect wow. little body right oh my gosh that's kind of mind-blowing don't yes. you look back at old photos of you and think gosh she was so beautiful I wish I was nicer to her kind of thing <laughs> yeah that's actually true so I think the faster we can get that one the more pleasure we have accessible to us right that's a good tip that's really good I like that it's hard it comes and goes too right well that's good motivation yeah because the less hard you are on yourself you're absolutely right the more pleasure you experience yeah in general like in life overall yeah Ugh, that's a really good reason to be less hard on yourselves today right (laughs) okay so we wanted to talk about what like really great sex feels like (laughs) And that it's it's heart-centered. Mm. So really, really good sex, in my opinion and my experience, is when I am fully in my body. Like I'm not mm-hmm. in my head thinking how my body looks. I'm not in my head thinking about my to-dos. Mm-hmm. I'm not in my head thinking how I'm performing for him. I am within myself, mm. within my heart, within my body. And there's this feeling of like just that dropping into like your full physical self right where you can feel your skin you can feel just the subtle nuances of like physical bodies being together mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah presence presence I like that yeah I really like the heart-to-heart connection too yeah. like when I feel like I love like the eye contact at just the right moment or you know those kinds of things where it's just like you're seen and you're loved and you're cherished mm-hmm. yeah I think that's really kind of mind-blowing it is it's like yeah. that really like seeing of each other yeah yeah I think that that's so cool and I think yeah. that even like it's great because that sounds so like we've lit some candles and put on some Marvin Gaynor having slow slow sex but no. at the same time I'm like no this can be <laughs> banging <laughs> And the little bit of eye contact still still puts it, like you're present with each other. It's like, yeah. hey, honey, I'm right here with you. Yeah, right? totally. And just the uh, being able to see each other and be that dedicated to each other's, uh, whatever each other needs in that moment, that's mm-hmm. like the sacredness of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like there is something that is such a turn on to be that vulnerable and seen and intimate with somebody. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost makes it sexier to me that it's just so... I can't get the words out. It's more of a feeling. So I need to just, whoo, my body. (laughs) (laughs) I think the other thing that I'll just add to that piece of the conversation that helped it get better for me was asking for what I wanted. Yes. And speaking up and saying, and I don't know that I did that when I was younger, uh, probably feeling shy or, you know, scared. And again, like, not scared, I don't know if that's the right word, but just maybe less confident in myself is a better way to put it. Just not as confident. When I began uh, asking for what I wanted, it kind of was a game changer. And even my husband would be like, 
Oh, really? <laughs> Excellent. Challenge accepted. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And so it was, it really began to kind of change the, and up the game. And yeah. I think that's huge, Michelle. Like how many women out there are having sex and not asking for what they need? I, I hope there's not. I hope that doesn't, isn't a thing. It's absolutely a thing. Well, that's a stupid thing. Let's... <laughs> Ask for what you want. Okay, this yeah. is your reminder, ladies. Yeah. Speak what you need. And yeah. they, like, for a partner that is really connected with you, they want to know this because they they're do. not mind readers. No. Yeah. And yeah. I think that so underneath that, almost one step deeper, is how do we ask for what we want? Well, first we need to know what we want. Oh, right. right. So it's really knowing ourself, knowing our own body. And that's just that tuned inward attention right if our brain is thinking of the laundry list of things that we need to do we're not fully inside our body and if we can go fully inside our body oh then we are better at knowing what we like better at knowing what we like and don't like right oh i do like that and that being said people with trauma histories it might not even be an option to go inside their body so we are having this discussion under this safe umbrella that this is safe right consensual right yeah uncomplicated with that so yeah so i think that I know in my relationship, it has been really powerful to have conversations about sex and intimacy and really have conversations about what I, what I like, what he likes, what I like, what he, what I don't like and what he doesn't like is actually really helpful. Have you ever had those? Yeah. Yeah. It's usually after sex. (laughs) (laughs) We're like, yeah, yeah, that was good. We nailed that part. Okay. Next time we're trying this. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hydrate, mister. (laughs) (laughs) For sure. But it is important to have those conversations and say, it's, you know, if there's something that you're not enjoying, like, don't keep going along with it. Like, say, that's not my favorite part. Or if there's something that is working, it's like, okay, right there, stop. Yeah. Go slow. You know, like, (laughs) you know, those kinds of directives can be really, really helpful. Well, and if we go along with stuff that is not your favorite and you just endure it or let's just like you get mixed messages because then your partner might believe that it's something that you like right so it's something you don't like like nope not my favorite move along like and these conversations can be had afterwards before but I do think being able to talk about it like how how do you have sex with somebody if you can't even talk about sex too like it's important to be able to talk about it and that's another layer of intimacy right to be able to chat about it yeah yeah, but very important. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we've talked about being present and embodied within the act of sex. And I want to say one tidbit that I think before having that feeling, there was always like sex was an act and it was over at orgasm or ejaculation, right? So we can almost lose our presence with it if we are racing to this finish line or we are goal oriented, like we got to like that's the big climax that's like why we're here Mm. but it's not Mm -mm. and that's the magic is being present within every single breath every single moment of it that's the magic that's the sex and I think that if we look too far in the future we are coming out of our body and into our head more and we're really missing the magic in between and I think that sex is so much more than even the act of sex there's Mm -hmm. I have no idea who said this, but I heard it once and it was, when does sex start? And it's when the last time ended. 
that there's it's almost sex in the foreplay in the intimacy in life in the yeah. making a coffee for each other like yeah that there's this intimacy within the relationship that we're always building this energy of this intimacy between us yeah right yeah that it's so much more than climax which is what we narrow-mindedly kind of think of I I love how you've put this and I think that's such an important part of it and I think I'm approaching this from a very monogamous relationship so I can't speak to you know having multiple partners or you know all those different kinds of things that other people could maybe speak to so this is where I'm coming from just a place from that but I think that it makes for such a much better connection when there are a lot of other things that happen that are maybe, you know, just intimate little pieces that not everybody would maybe look at and see that way. But it's like in the way that he walks by and brushes my shoulder or, you know, just gives me a little peck on the cheek or even in just those simplest little things. Yeah. That is building connection. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. And if any of the listeners want a deeper dive on a little bit more adventurous than mine and your monogamous views of sex, (laughs) I listened to a really great podcast episode and it's the Aubrey Marcus podcast, number 320. They did sexual healing for all and it's with Layla Martin. And then he also brought on his wife, Ilana Marcus. And that is a longer conversation about sex, sexual healing, full embodiment, and it's it's a fantastic conversation. Yeah, I lis- you sent it to me. I listened to it. It was great. It was great. It was really, really good. Yeah. Oh, this is exciting. It gives me the feeling of empowerment. I feel like so many people walk around carrying doubt or shame or that sex comes with like duty or expectations, guilt, all that. And I think if we can shake all that off Mm. and truly get into our own body own our sexuality that that is where our power lies and for anybody that thinks that that's not so true you think of a woman walking down the street and she knows how radiant she is Mm. she's confident she carries herself with this air about her that you know she is comfortable within her own skin right There is really nothing more beautiful than that. No, and that will turn heads. Yeah. Right? This woman walking down the street, that is her power, is just being her true, authentic self. There's a radiance. Her being centered. Yeah. Yeah, there's a radiance off of these women. And they don't even have to look like this model that we believe. No, No, it does not need to be a size two. It's an energy. It's an energy. Yes. So I think that our intention with this episode is just to open up a little bit to this conversation so that we can all step into our personal power and our sexual power and just know that with any power, there is the ability to misuse it. And I think that that's where we can think of most men and they've got more of a brute strength as their power to women, right? And they can Mm -hmm. misuse that. Mm -hmm. Women, they've got this sexual power that can really manipulate, control men. Do you think that's a choice? No, not always conscious. I think it's a survival thing sometimes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. So we do, with any power, comes great responsibility. (laughs) (laughs) We need to walk with this power and just really hold it and know that it's big mm-hmm. and we're not going to misuse it because that wouldn't be a loving thing, but to no. stand in it 
and receive all of the pleasure that's available for us because yeah. really isn't that the point of being alive yeah it kind of is yeah. yeah I like that because you've now brought in the spiritual aspect you've kind of tied that together for <laughs> us because you're absolutely right when you are using it in a way that is beautiful and empowered empowerment never means like bullying or brute strength or manipulation or uh, guilting or fear-mongering it never means any of those things empowerment comes from a place of love it can't come from anywhere else and so it is not only love for yourself but it is perhaps love for somebody else and that can bring about such an incredibly beautiful relationship I love that yeah okay Michelle give us some of your wisdom what does empowerment <laughs> look like <laughs> well okay when you ask me this question I guess what I think uh, sexual empowerment means to me is being okay with making decisions about my own body that feel really good to me and not only that asking for what I need and not being afraid or feel like I'm imposing on anybody by speaking up for something that feels really good to me. I think sexual empowerment means very self-aware, very aware of your body, again, what feels good, what doesn't, uh, because just because one person likes one position doesn't mean the other another person does they might it's whatever like mm -hmm. you know I don't really think there's right and wrong I really think that it's really all about what is cool for you mm -hmm. I think that one of the most important aspects of our conversation today as ties into all of our conversations is the love and respect that we have within and the more that we love self the more that we are respectful of our own self, the more that we are gentle on ourselves instead of judging and, you know, worrying about a role or, you know, mm -hmm. or, you know, like a bulge or whatever, the more gentle we are on ourselves, the more we can feel better in our bodies. And that is like that just, as you know, Tara, I mean, this heals not only this one thing we're talking about today but it heals on multiple cellular levels within your body when you can get to a place where you can speak to yourself that way more and more and more so that helps bring you to a place where you feel more comfortable in your body and that's really really important I think that if I have any final thoughts about this it would be to say yes to yourself and to say yes to your own pleasure and to your needs and don't apologize for it it's mm. okay to own it I love that and one thing popped into my mind as you were reading all of that and it was worthiness mm. and being worthy of the time that it takes to fully enjoy all of the pleasure that's available because statistically women take longer than men so <laughs> Just for any of those women feeling mm -hmm. like there is this pressure to reach climax or we're goal oriented or we need to get it done. I just want to give the permission to take the time. Oh, that's so nice. That you're worthy of the time it takes. Yeah. Whether it's with yourself or with a partner, you're yeah. worthy to take the time to just simply enjoy the pleasure of being alive in a human body. Nothing could be better. Thank you so much for joining us today. We know that this can be an awkward conversation for some, and this is exactly why we wanted to bring it into the light. 
owning your sexuality in healthy, loving, and empowered ways can be so life-affirming and life-changing in the best possible ways. Taking action steps that help you to create a deeper and more meaningful connection to your sexual power and pleasure will radiate out into every area of your life. You come into your true power when you heal anything that needs to be healed. Claim your empowered state and enjoy as you receive more pleasure. Thank you so much for being a part of our community. We would love for you to follow us on Instagram at Walk Together Fiercely. And you can really help us by giving our podcast a five-star rating and leaving us a glowing written review. Please share with your family and friends and tag us on social media. We absolutely love when you do this. So let's just take a moment now for a breath of peace. Take a nice deep cleansing breath and if you are in a space where you can close your eyes for a few minutes, I just invite you to do that, to just take a few minutes to spend in your own bubble of beautiful light and energy. As you become more aware of your breathing, just allow your entire system to begin slowing down. Breathing slowly and deliberately and just feeling the entire energy of your being relaxing, releasing, and letting go. I want to invite you to come into your sacral chakra. This is the area that is below your belly button and it goes down to your pelvic bone. Just taking your attention to this part of your body now. As you take your attention there, I ask you to draw your breath and breathe down, all the way down to your pelvic bone. Pulling in light, and energy and invite this chakra to expand and you might even feel it moving in a clockwise motion expanding further outside of yourself the color of this chakra is actually a beautiful orange sacral chakra is the chakra of your own personal empowerment. As you breathe, I want to invite you to allow this beautiful energy that is growing and expanding to spread to other parts of your body. Allow it to spread down your legs to the bottoms of your feet and upwards into your core, all the way up to the top of your head. You are a beautiful being. 
the glow and light that you radiate from you is exactly what this world needs. You are so beautiful and perfect as you are. medical information provided is information only and is not to be used for diagnostic or treatment purposes. This information is not a substitute for professional diagnosis and treatment. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any healthcare decisions or for guidance and treatment of specific medical conditions. We would love for you to join us on our podcast page on Instagram at walk together fiercely. Here we can chat, have community, uh, ask questions, and lots of other extra information that you might not get on our podcast. For more information about us, you can find Dr. Tara on Instagram at Dr. Tara Drummond. For more information about me, Michelle, you can find me on Instagram at Michelle Morrison Medium. All other information about me is on my website, thebalancedsoul.com. This podcast is recorded by Michelle and Tara and is edited and arranged by Sammy Lucan.